Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Broadcast, coming at you not live from a series of frat quarters near you or maybe not near you who cares i'm vince mancini and i'm joined as always you know him you love him he's the irregular regular mr matt lieb you never lump some bum some bum some bum you never lump some bum here comes my ass da, 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 da. here comes my ass you guys know uh the, yeah, pixies? the pixies yeah yeah that's good it's a great band. Um, were you trying to do uh, like analog auto tune there? What? No, that's just mm. called singing. <laughs> oh, it was just a glitch on my end, I guess. Oh, sounded, oh yeah, you sounded auto tuny a little bit there. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. You know, I don't know how great my internet connection is, and I, I I've had a few times now where this uh, streamyard has just frozen on me. Uh, the last broadcast, uh, there was a hate whole when ending. Your streamyard freezes over. Don't you, know? you hate it when your goddamn streamyard don't freeze? Uh, but yeah, there was like a whole ending that happened between the two guests and I was just yelling like, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> so I had to edit that. That was fun. Um, but we're uh, all just yelling hello at the machine. Dude, these days. It's like a, uh, like a symbol symbology. Mm. 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 They should do a black mirror episode. They should do a black mirror. Yelling hello. at the uh, machine. Yeah. Just yelling hello into the void and being like, man, I'm lonely. That's kind of what like technology does to you these days. If you think oh, about you, it. you think it, like it's supposed to bring us together, but, but like, it's only just turning us apart. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's what's crazy to think about. That's what's so crazy. You know, when I watch Black Mirror, sometimes I go like, "Wow, that's crazy to think about." <laughs> you know? Me too. That's why it's uh, such an important show. That's At why it's who, so important. Who do we have joining us today? I'm not really done talking about Black Mirror. Um, <laughs> It's just so important. Uh, no, our, our guests today, uh, they are both returning broadcast champions, uh, comedian Grant Gordon, and from the wonderful podcast, uh, fucking Round Ball Rock, Sean Keen. What's up? Hello, boys. Hey, guys. How we doing? How that was doing a real tight good? intro. That was All right, yeah, listen, I'm tired, pros. Pros. <laughs> Why don't you know what? What I can't I just show up? This is, this is supposed to be the podcast that I just show up. Vince does the work. I just I don't want any notepads with crossed out ideas. I can I've, see listen. Those. I've got so many ideas. I'm done having ideas. Parody song about butts. No, wait. Uh, Tossing out oh, yellow legal oh, pads, oh garbage yeah. can filling up of crumpled paper. One, all right, I'm gonna have a good idea for a fun thing to do at some point on this podcast. I want to do a Christmas album. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, but you know. You should do a Christmas album. You no, I want us like... all to do it. I want every. Oh, okay. I want you to do it. Uh, I want you know Joe Sinclitico. I want Sean and Joey to sing a song. Uh, you know, 
get, get Brendan back, have him sing like, you know, the fucking We Three Kings or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. That'd be fun. Wouldn't that be yeah. fun? It yes. would be. Who yeah, doesn't like Christmas? I got a synthesizer right behind me. Let's there go. we go. See? Ready. Look at this. Someone, someone do that for me. In <laughs> pop Christmas. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys doing? Sean, How are how's life? What are you up to? Uh, it's good. I heard I, uh, that you got engaged. I got engaged in June. I'm getting uh, married uh, next summer. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have a dog in Pino. Hell yeah. I'm at the punchline this week in San Francisco. Oh, and then beautiful. And Comedy Club the day, the day after. Are we oh, promoing yeah. now? We doing promo now? Early? Yeah, yeah, let's I, do I, promo I'm just, now. I'm just saying that's, that's what's happening right let's now. Let's do promo. Let's okay. do plugs. <laughs> I heard that there's a podcast out there called Plugs where they invite comedians and they just plug and then that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's uh that's conceptual. Conceptually so funny to do to actually like pay money to have someone host that is even funnier to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's that's kind of how I feel about most like 70s comedy. Oh, you're like, "Oh, that was a that was a clever bit." I Yeah. It's not going to make me laugh, and I don't necessarily. Oh, like, like 70s stand up comics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah or yeah. sketch, even. Yeah. Or anything, really. I'm trying to be funny at all. <laughs> Just, Outside yeah. of like a all Mel Brooks society. movie, I don't really get uh, jokes before no. 1989. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing that makes me laugh is news bloopers. That's the only news thing that bloopers, gets me. Yeah, so good. Sports bloopers, thing. too. Those are good. Any, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of bloopers. Any kind of bloopers <laughs> is really fun. Yeah. Um, I, I in terms of like what else I enjoy, um, I enjoy YouTube channels uh, where black people hear white people music for the first time. I listen to, I watch a lot of those. I yeah. love that. But I have to feel they're all faking it at this point, though. I've, so I've I lost trust in the entire genre. Yeah, now, the reaction uh, video like genre is completely fake. I did a video that I posted on the Frogcast uh, YouTube channel of me reacting uh, first time uh, hearing oh, Happy yeah, I Birthday. That. I remember that. That was funny. Yeah, you yeah. know, it was like uh, really easy to make, and uh, n- well, nobody liked it, but I liked. I it. I liked it. I liked it. Well, you were appealing to me because I listen to those. I watch a lot of those videos. So. It's yeah. a good you know, concept. I got, I got what you were parrying. It. Yeah. Anybody parrying. would see that concept and be like, "This one's a winner." Yeah, keep, keep this on your yellow notepad. Yeah. Are you saying that I'm that was my version of '70s comedy, Vince? <laughs> no, is you no. you saw it and you went, "Oh, that's clever." <laughs> Moved on. Cross just crossed my arms. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I want to do uh-huh. another video where it's conservatives' first time hearing Rage Against the Machine, and he's just going, "No, <laughs> no," <laughs> the whole time. What happened to these guys? Like he thinks uh, he's hearing on. a new song. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. you're just raging for the machine now. <laughs> That's my favorite type of guy. <laughs> the t- Tom Morello reply guy. Very mad that Tom Morello's being political. <laughs> so fun. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, I came out of that field here. The rage guy is woke now. <laughs> I love it. Matt, did you uh yeah. mm. did you go trick or treating last night? I know this is your daughter's fir- first. Well, like I guess she was a few days old for. She was a, yeah, she was Halloween. yeah, she was just a little grub when last Halloween. But uh, we didn't go trick or treating because she's still kind of a you know a tiny little worm. But um. Mm-hmm. We did go to a Halloween uh, party 
with some other uh, little kids. Uh, she dressed up as a cow. Well, I guess mm-hmm. we dressed her up as a cow. She didn't know shit. Mm-hmm. She can't even. Yeah, yeah. She can't even I, walk. I, see, this was your opportunity to dress her up like it's something really politically incorrect that you could get canceled for, like like a of, like a Palestinian refugee or some, yeah, something. <laughs> well, something with more pun. Like, yeah, a little, like a little more heat. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like what? Make some suggestions. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like workshop this before. Workshop we some. Do some now. Let's see how they go. <laughs> I'll post it on the main feed. We'll see if you get in trouble. <laughs> you dress her. Uh, dress her as Lauren Boebert at Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. See, or you're you, Beetlejuice, and you know and what's funny is realizing how uh, how like toothless most political commentary is <laughs> like this is probably the one time where i've re- like you really puts everything into perspective because like you'll see a thousand people going like ceasefire ceasefire palestinians are dying by the thousands and then you'll see some like um political you know progressive instagram account just being like oh so donald trump thinks he's not gonna go to prison <laughs> And it's just like, you are useless. <laughs> Your political opinions are not. Donald bugging. Trump and his buddy Elno, owner yeah. of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I like when people use that and they don't realize that it's the same thing as Trump. Like, we, yeah. we get it. We, we did get that. it. We you did have, it already. Yeah, you don't have to double down on the same dumb joke. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, so no, we dressed her up as a cow, and uh, you know because she loves cows. She sees a cow and mm. she goes ooh because she thinks the cow says ooh. Uh huh. <laughs> we try to say it's moo, but she's not listening. Yeah, yeah. Cow. Anyway. What were the? God, your daughter needs to wise up. I yeah. know she's yeah. kind of a fucking Jesus. Idiot. Kind of an it's idiot. a little embarrassing for you. She embarrasses me. Yeah, it's sad the quality of public preschools in L.A. now. Darryl. You know. <laughs> One They're probably friend, teaching her to be woke. And she's not even woke. not even learning mm-hmm. that moo has an M in it. Like That's right. Basic yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Next step after that, going yeah. broke. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I bet she knows the cow's pronouns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that sound was. I think it's me coming. Uh, yeah. What was that? <laughs> it's yeah. like you were you felt ashamed and then horny about being ashamed. <laughs> I bet it. I yeah. bet it. I bet she identifies as a cow now. <laughs> <laughs> i like this new character new character alert Uh-oh. yeah g- guy who comes every time he says the dumbest right-wing phrase <laughs> oh yeah anyways uh who you who are sean who are you uh featuring for uh there's a guy named ian laura at uh punchline and then uh at Cobbs, there's an irish guy a guy from northern ireland named shane todd i love mm. it a northern I'm gonna, I'm irish got into it with him about that situation <laughs> yeah. um, I forget they think I they're off him. the hook right now and no one's talking about them they're yeah. wrong okay. no one's uh, talking about us no more <laughs> what happened to us we're all so occupied is that what he says i don't know man i mean i think he i think like when people come from europe they have like shows they do that are titled instead of somebody just being like hey here's the, the stuff i'm working on and in right. america it's never so his his show has each i'm like opening for him with my dumb jokes and then he has it's like a one-man show like a, like a one-man show that i'm right. yeah. for. oh boy um, he's like i rewrote this whole thing so it could be about the gaza strip yeah 
had a you know, show in Northern Ireland's a lot like the Gaza Strip in different ways. <laughs> First of all, we're all a bunch of fucking drunks, <laughs> just like the Gazans. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 what are the? I wish I knew about the troubles like a little bit more. Are the Northern yeah. Irish? They're not cool with the British. And like, well, the Northern Protestant Irish ones. actually are part of the United. No, Kingdom. no, I know they're part of it. Yeah, uh, but are the Northern Irish Protestant and they hate the Catholics? Is that it? No, it's but they're split. There's both of them, yeah. and the Northern Irish Protestants kind of like the protection of being part of the UK because, right. yeah. you know, they don't want the Catholics to beat them they're up. They're outnumbered a bit. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I don't know. It's um, it it seems less tense than it was a few decades ago. That's for sure. That's nice. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're, it's kind of they're 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 backed up. Who likes a the bit. cranberries? Where are they from? <laughs> I mean that that song, "Zombie," was famously like quasi anti-IRA. That's the machine of Northern Ireland is the cranberries, I believe. Is that yeah, right? She's raging yeah. for the machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like that song is against the IRA, which I'm kind of like. Wait. It's against. It's against violence. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's great? The guy who's the head of the UAW, his name is Sean Fain. Amazing. <laughs> and it reminds me of Sinn Fein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you don't know about. Which I know. I, I know of them. Right. You're gonna Google it after this. I'm gonna Google it, but I know I've. It's I know it has something to do with the Northern Irish. Uh, resistance yeah. uh-huh you guys can i just can i can we just get into some content because i have let's like a, do it oh my have, god all right yeah i have sure. a really good story that's like burning a hole in my tabs right now okay okay I love I it. hell yeah i love share. a good story hey. god damn it i missed you Open dog. your tab hole dude i mean honestly yeah. this feels like this the kind of story that can bring us all together because it's Uh-oh. just like it's like the right flavor of pettiness mm-hmm. uh and i kind of wish brett was still here because it was my favorite thing to just like torture him with uh the hellish knowledge of completely uh unnecessary news stories yeah um i think you might like this one though anyway uh this is from rolling stone hbo bosses used secret fake accounts to troll tv critics Uh, (laughs) which which is great uh in june 2020 casey bloys hbo's then president of original programming needed someone to quote go on a mission bloys who was named hbo ceo and chairman in october 2022 was irked by a tweet from Vulture TV critic Catherine Van Arendonk, who had some thoughts about Perry Mason, HBO's series starring Matthew <laughs> Reese. Uh, the remake of the original 60s show carves out an origin story for Mason, showing flashes of him serving in World War I, yeah. which Arendonk felt was weak storytelling. Days before the series aired, she t- subtweeted the series, Dear Prestige TV, please fun- find some way to communicate male trauma besides showing me a flashback to the hero's memories of trench warfare. I mean, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's a tweet. That's a tweet. Classic Boy- Perry Mason. We all wanted to know what made him like that. Yeah. What made him need to win every right. case. Yeah. What is Why the is he trauma? such a good lawyer? Uh, what's yeah, the was... trauma that he endured that caused him to say, oh, just one more thing <laughs> in the courtroom? <laughs> Did you guys watch that show? I liked that show. I liked I it a it. lot. I mean, yeah. I couldn't stand the first season all that much, Same. but that second season, I was like, okay, okay. Second season was good. 
Uh, Bloys was annoyed, according to text messages reviewed by Rolling Stone, and sent Van Arendonk's tweet to Kathleen McCaffrey, HBO's senior vice president of drama programming. Here's here's the here's the tweet. subject here's line. Here's, here's the text. Maybe a Twitter user should tweet that that's pretty a blithe response to what soldiers legitimately go through on the battlefield, he texted. Oh. Do you yeah. have a secret oh. handle? If I was a tweeter, yeah, yeah. I, I, would have, I would have a hot I tweet. I shan't in. visit the website. <laughs> Does anyone have invites to twitter.com that I could use? Do you have a son or a cousin who could tweet this for me? A king. <laughs> How about have... a World War One veteran would be ideal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have a secret handle? Couldn't we say, especially given that it's D-Day, that to dismiss a soldier's experience like that seems pretty disrespectful? This D-Day. must be answered. Disrespecting a fictional soldier. I thought it was <laughs> pretty rough. I thought it was World War One. <laughs> no, but it was. I think it was D-Day when he texted this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait a second. You're saying like, how could you it's... subtweet a fake soldier on this? The, the day of our veterans' the, victory. The, the day of D. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Blois was serious. Who can go on a mission, he asked McCaffrey, according to the messages, adding that they needed to find a mole at arm's length from the HBO executive team. We just need a random to make the point and make her feel bad. This is so incredible. They're getting paid thousands of dollars. dollars. Like the the clock is ticking off and people are striking outside. We're losing our houses. And he's going, we love these black rats. Here's how we're going to own this bitch. We create an account from someone named at D-Day Survivor. Oh, is this my goop? Oh, Oh, goop's here. Goop's here. Hold on. Let me get my goop salad. Hold on. Time for goop. Goop and then then troll. I had to murder a DoorDash driver real quick. (laughs) Anyways, as I was saying, (laughs) that is insane. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, Blois landed on a rebuttal to Van Arendonk, according to the messages. A somewhat elitist take. Is there anything more traumatic for men and now women than fighting in a war? Sorry if that seems too convenient for you. I love it. So they workshop that for uh, like in a series of emails. That was so yeah. clearly focused. Yeah, so aggressive. Yeah. Focus too. group. Like, yes. right, we, for a measly two million, we had a focus group. People of people read those tweets. That yeah. response. The original draft didn't mention that now also yeah. women serve. So we added that. We added that. We brought that. In. We brought in a team of female we, writers, yeah. and then we fired them and rebooted it with male writers. Proposing yeah. as female writers. Yeah. This is all. We're under five million. We're we're right. Just to get you yeah. over budget on this. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> The exchange was at least one of one of at least six instances between June 2020 and April 2021 in which Blois and McCaffrey discussed using what they called a secret army to fire back at several TV critics on Twitter. Dude, this is several wild. TV critics. Is, were they paid? I really want to know if they were paid. Oh, though. The okay. secret army. Yeah. Because that's okay. a great gig. I'll do it. Sign I'll do up. it too. Send me in, dog. I would have just written, uh, <laughs> eat my ass, that, uh, you know, more like. Van Aaron Dork or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if they just pay, if they actually paid someone to do it instead of trying to do it themselves. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, so this is how. Okay. 
you got that you got the part of the story and now you're going to find out why we're hearing this story mm -hmm. uh, the messages are part of a trove of material being prepared for a previously unreported wrongful termination lawsuit filed in la superior court by former hbo staffer sully tamori against hbo uh uh, against HBO McCaffrey, Francesca Orsi, HBO's head of drama, as well as Abel the Weekend, Test Fay, and two producers for The Idol. Uh, the Weekend, yeah. Uh -huh. The, the Weekend, the is... Weekend anymore. He's he's ditching yeah. that. He's an actor now. Man. He, oh, he's okay. Abel the Week. I feel like it feels. Uh, yeah, yeah. It feels Dwayne like an the apology. Rock Johnson, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could just either use your name or the fake name. Like putting them both together, it feels like an apology somehow. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're you and your own persona got divorced. And right. You're a, yeah. you're a hyphenate individual. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what, what kind of sad shit is that? Yeah. So basically, like they, a lot of these people have like backed off from that. Like. Ludicrous at one point was like, no, Chris Bridges. And then he's kind of like, oh, no one knows who that is. No one knows yeah. or cares who yeah. Chris Bridges just, is. Just Ludicrous is fine. That's still me. Yeah, the fact that he like had to back not... off of it. Just or just be I'm Ludicrous Bridges. <laughs> that's good. That <laughs> well, one like works. 50 Cent tried it too. And he was like, No, Curtis Jackson. That's my name. Yeah. I mean Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Yeah. It's so it, yeah, go ahead. Um, so basically Was this uh, someone who was writing those tweets who got uh, uh, ding uh, ding ding uh, ding? Oh. Oh. The lawsuit yes. alleges Tamori, who joined HBO in 2015, working as a temp until becoming an executive assistant, uh, <laughs> then working on The Idol until he was laid off in October 2021, was harassed and faced retaliation and discrimination after disclosing a mental health diagnosis to his bosses. He was also allegedly asked to perform menial tasks not related to his work duties, such as creating fake online accounts to respond to critics. It's called show business, not show friends. Okay. So he's like, so what are they focus grouping for the idol? You think like, well, oh. that seems that seems rather blithe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The past of a, a man who was a recording artist. Yeah. Oh, oh, so pop stars aren't allowed to have trauma now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Someone uh, just... She was actually doxxed with her nude photos in the pilot. So <laughs> yeah. a little sensitivity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. slut shaming much. Yeah. At <laughs> Alan Seppenwall, um, I've been this horny before. Uh, this is not a Matt. weird amount of horny. <laughs> Matt, the idol step... is no. Alan Seppenwall is all over this article, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Alan! Uh, McCaffrey had come to Tamori to create the fake accounts in June 2020, explaining that Blois was, quote, obsessed with Twitter and always wanted to pick a fight on Twitter, according to the messages. I swear to God, old people, like, they're so, <laughs> it's it, so petty. It's it so breaks petty. their brain. It really does. Like, certain people are just able to, like, kind of move on from it. But, like occasionally you have these Elon Musks who are like, I'm going to buy it and destroy it, or this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, he always texts me asking me to find friends to reply. Is there a way to create a dummy account that can't be traced to us to do his bidding, McCaffrey asked. Make friends, you <laughs> dork. <laughs> just literally like the idea can you tell your friends to like this tweet that says suck my dick alan <laughs> please he's too powerful <laughs> uh 
Tamori created a fake Twitter account to comply with his boss's requests. And like many young employees starting out on their career, it was very important to Sully to not only perform blah, blah, blah. This is just his lawyer talking. Who cares? Uh Um, In April 2021, the Nevers premiered and became a sore spot for Bloys after critics largely panned the Joss Whedon steampunk fantasy series. Yeah, uh, well, you know what? Did anyone what remember? It's it saying no, I don't even remember. Did that exist? Yeah, it yeah. got really, it got really trash because it basically came out a couple months after every woman that had ever walked worked for Josh Whedon was like, yeah, he's really a monster. Yeah, yeah. and, and he's yeah. like, these are these little girls in Victorian yeah. England. Yeah, I love that. It's just like, yeah, Josh Whedon. Like all the stories that came out about him were kind of fucking perfect because I don't remember. Uh, it, how many of them were like i don't know your more classic hollywood sexual harassment but everyone most of, was like exactly as annoying as joss whedon ex- and like talked exactly. in joss whedon speak yes yes it was it was, it was like stories about him going up to pregnant women and being like fat much and yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. you fucking dork you deserve pointing you deserve at her belly and going down. well that just happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this time, the target of Bloy's ire was Rolling Stone chief TV critic Alan Seppenwall for his two and a half star review, which, by the way, that's that's not that it's bad. It's not really that star. bad. Yeah, that's pretty fucking it. good. Yep. Casey is looking for a tweeter. He's mad at Alan Seppenwall. McCaffrey texted to Maury. Get me a tweeter and a Brentwood chicken salad for fuck's sake. Slave! Slave! Find me a tweeter. We must yell at Alan. Ooh, I hate Alan. Ooh. Can our secret operative please tweet at Alan's review? <laughs> Alan is always predictably safe and scared in his opinions. And then we have to delete this chain, right? Oh my god, I just got scared, lol. <laughs> lol. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh, what major operative here. to say this TV critic is safe. <laughs> These are like all It'll the sting. Sam <laughs> This is like all the Sam Bankman Freed texts from the trial where it's like oh, naming yeah. his text chain securities fraud or whatever except yeah, right. like <laughs> except no one got hurt and it's like a thousand times lower stakes but yes. they're all just as invested. I in love that he wrote oh I'm getting scared lol. Like, <laughs> no, that was. I'm the, having an emotion. I haven't had one of these in yeah. a thousand Wait, no, who, years. Who said that? Was, that? <laughs> that was McCaffrey, who's uh. the woman who was. Uh, so Casey Bloys is like the main guy who's. That's his bugaboo is uh, mm-hmm. tweeting at film critics or TV critics, and then McCaffrey is like his underling, and she's texting this like uh you know former assistant guy who's a little like the shit's rolling downhill basically yes 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 uh that day a newly created account under the name of kelly shepherd a self-described texas mom and herbalist replied to several tweet about his review what do Uh, people do for money yeah (laughs) (laughs) apothecary right apothecary is that something <laughs> this is, he's a baker or a tailor or something normal. A, sh- a cobbler, you yeah. Know, he's, a shoe he's a candlestick maker. They have those. An alchemist? Could this be an alchemist? My mother adores candles. Uh, it's great because so here I'm pulling up the account now. I feel like this kid like passive aggressively made the most obviously fake account possible, like out of spite, because yeah. the account. Is Kelly Shepard is the name, and then the at the the actual handle is 
Kelly SH 33889356. Like who's who's creating a fake account with like a series of 10 numbers after yeah, it? Who's trying to gonna... look like a bot? <laughs> yeah. Um the bio is she her mom Texan herbalist aromatherapist vegan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, real. Real sure. and good. De- definitely a real human. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that day, a newly created account under the name Kelly Shepard uh, replied to Seppenwall's tweet about his review, repeating the exact sen- sentiment McCaffrey expressed. Uh, it's just all undercase, like no punctuation. Alan is always predictably safe and scared in his opinions. Uh, from this account with... Uh, t- 28 followers and like zero tweets now maybe they've all been scrubbed i don't know what is like this is so weird because it's like why what does this do can't you just yell at him yourself you know just wait just wait it's gonna keep getting pettier and that's all i I love love about it oh god so good when new york times chief tv critic james panowozik i hope i'm pronounce that right uh tweeted that the nevers feels like watching a show that someone has mysteriously deleted 25 percent of the scenes from (laughs) blois sent the tweet to mccaffrey according to the messages (laughs) quote maybe our friend needs to say what a shock it is that two middle-aged white men are shitting on a show about women blois wrote oh there we go there we go yes yes it is a moral imperative for you to like this show (laughs) McCaffrey responded, I fucking hate these people. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just, ste- they're so mad. They're so mad that they're like mm-hmm. not even, they, they can't even own their anger as being anything beyond like just you're a petty bitch. Instead, they're just like, how is this? Like problematic in some way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how is this we wrong? Need to, we need to smear him in some way and make him make him. Feel, the, their whole goal was to like make the person feel bad, which is almost like sweet in a way. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah, it's like okay, but also like d- just wait around. Like you'll see people. <laughs> someone's gonna a fan of the show will do this work for you if you wait a second. You well, know what they, I mean? They don't have fans of these shows. That was kind That's of a good the point. issue. That's, a good That's why point. he's like, why, why is anyone defending us online? <laughs> don't, don't they know they can make their own sock pocket? Like, the, the, imagine being so rich. Exactly. <laughs> that you are just like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to hire someone to write the exact words that I wrote. Uh, Rather than just creating the sock puppet account myself. This guy is probably making $8 million a year or something. And he's just sitting at his screen and literally getting mad at comments on deadline and demanding. Serious. (laughs) Demanding that. We've got to hurt them. (laughs) And then the, the irony of wanting someone unconnected to him to do the work for him and then yeah, that buffer. being the thing that blows up in his face because yeah. <laughs> because he made him do it in the first place it's just like perfect symmetry uh, um, <clears throat> McCaffrey hit up Tamori a few days later again for another Seppenwall review in Rolling Stone this time for his three star review of Mayor of Easttown <laughs> His Mayor of Easttown did well. It did well. I have a lot of fans. Yeah, now we're just not everyone has to like it. This is also three out of five stars yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. And isn't there isn't there any business to do? Is there anything in your job <laughs> that might job. need any fix, attention whatsoever? Regular fix business. the HBO app for God's <laughs> sake. 
Uh, yeah, how highness... about you make it so there's not a blue outline when I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to watch it on my yeah. computer, you fucking no, we're, weirdos? We're too busy trying to rename it. We have to rename it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rename it four times in the middle of like, okay, in between us thinking of new ways to confuse people, let's yell at Alan Seppenwall. <laughs> His Highness needs another one, McCaffrey wrote. Oh, we boy. need our we need our friend. I wish she put I wish she put our friend in quotation marks, which she didn't, which is like, Yeah. We need our friend to call out Alan for mayor. Blois allegedly wanted to troll uh, wanted the troll account to post Alan missed on succession and totally misses here because he is busy virtue signaling. Okay, so I love this. We're both sides yeah. now. We're we're doing both political angles here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first one was yeah, he's not yeah. woke enough, and in not this one he's up, too right, woke. Right. It was Bechdel test into, whoa, Mayor of Wokistan over here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, you're (laughs) anti-white. It's okay to be white, Alan. (laughs) It's okay, yeah. Tweeter! Yes, it's okay to be white. And then write, Jews aren't white. Say that. (laughs) That's why it's okay for me to say this. Uh, Yes, Uh, I can say this. Oh, my God. Uh, It wasn't just critics' opinions that boys paid attention to. He would also fixate on anonymous commenters on Deadline articles about HBO programming. and (laughs) And in July 2020... Blois needed another stealthy poster after HBO's shock decision to cancel Run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CEO was upset with an anonymous user on a Deadline article about the show's cancellation who criticized his leadership. Quote, wasn't a good show and harshly unveils Blois-era cynicism of HBO development. Try making a show that can actually inspire people. Great TV doesn't have to be ugly, the user wrote. Um, which, by the way, I'm sure is just like the last guy who had this job's assistant. I was, yeah, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, that comment sounds suspiciously like an intern was forced to write it as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. was that the Disney Plus? Like, that's like Bob Iger's guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just all these like, all these interns that are like doing this badly out of spite, forced yeah. to write bitchy comments about some other guy. Dude, a job's a job at this yeah. point. It's a it's writing just, job in Hollywood. What do you want? It's just fucking. Mission Improbable, just yeah. a fucking it drops down and yeah. it's like, all right, all I right, guess. fine. You don't have a choice to accept it. Yes, on your phone. Just fucking yeah. Okay. Time to go to my office, the toilet, and tweet this thing out. <laughs> How dare someone write that? Blois texted McCaffrey, according to the messages. I want to say something along the lines of, lol, okay, they are just counting their Emmys or something like that. I'm sorry. Did he really write in a message? How dare they? Uh, (laughs) And then we should write something like, lol, okay, they are counting their Emmys. Yeah. Stop counting your uh, Emmys. Uh, uh, Imagine. Start with imagine. Uh, Oh, no. Start with, that's a big yikes from me. No, no, no. Chief. Put a Put a pin in that. Start with um with four M's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and they know that we have better like things to do. With the, the longest ellipses you can handle. <laughs> do a shrugging emoji and then a black woman painting her nails. <laughs> do it! <laughs> Avenge me! Avenge! <laughs> 
Uh, no, he actually he actually wrote, "How dare someone write that with two exclamation points to begin the text?" Uh, Lol. Okay, they are just counting their Emmys or something like that. Later, he suggested, "Maybe we say we must have passed on their development, and they are bitter?" Question mark. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There we go. That's it. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't make your TV show, and I never will. Anonymous (laughs) one two eight five seven (laughs) nine. I will find your family. I will drink their blood. (laughs) Just love this. I love this type of guy. He's on a throne, (laughs) sitting up there, just going, "Who are these people?" <laughs> There's just like two uh, guys. Sorry. There's just like two guys, each commanding like opposing armies of ten of the bitchiest queens on earth. Like, yeah. just... God, and uh, honestly, it's like or talk, talk to a single political consultant. They will tell you where to get the fucking K hive guys. What are you? Easy. It's so easy. What are you doing? Yeah. Like you fucking do not need a human a... person to to yeah. come up with Kelly Shepard seven two eight six five seven four. Like like just. <laughs> You wouldn't even have to pay anyone. Just just legitimately take two minutes and find someone who's the biggest fan of the nevers. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, that community exists for literally everything. Yes. There's no way that you can't fucking like uh, just find people to do this organically. But instead, or the I problem is th- they themselves want to be the ones to do it and right, say right, the specific right, right, things that they right. want to say. Uh, right. But they can't do it themselves for whatever reason. I mean, honestly, especially at Squid Game. I mean, it's just rich people watching. That's people, true. You know, yeah. trying to control yes. their team. Yes. Well, it's great because it's like this is the exact job that like bots should be doing because yes. bots are not bitter about you not giving them a better job than having uh-huh. to write mean tweets at people. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would rather th- I mean it seems like CEO is a bot job at this point. I mean <laughs> yeah. that's the real yeah. job that should be done by bots. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh Days this guy signed a 5 year contract last summer by the way. Oh good. Good good. Good. He good. signed a what? 5 picture uh, Casey Casey did, yeah. Oh, oh of course, yeah. Yeah. Zaslav uh, gave him that that uh gave him that he, loved, sweet he liked his he liked his uh social media work. So yeah, yeah. Like, I like got, the kind of this guy's jib. I love what you're doing with all the slaves writing the bitchy comment. <laughs> what actually happened was people just his own bots kept tweeting things at David uh Zaslav that were like Lol, Casey Poise killing it again. <laughs> Probably won't get extended because of the woke mob. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, I'll give him five years. Yeah. No, I've never given in to the woke mob. I read the comments where people seem to really like you, and it doesn't seem like you paid them. That, that's Zaslav, just for anyone at home wondering which voice this is. Yeah, he's he's got a lower, more like guttural and. Baron from the Dune franchise. Yeah, I'm Baron Harkonnen. And I love your work. I just love the way you've been handling this woke mob. And people like Alan Sebenwall, who don't hashtag believe women, and also don't hashtag think it's okay to be white. Okay? Days after the run post, Bloys once again needed help. The announcement of Bridget Everett's new comedy series, Somebody Somewhere, was receiving, quote, mean comments on another Deadline article. (laughs) Again, 
literally mean comments. Just cut this guy Reading the comment section of Deadline at his CEO job. That's unbelievable. I didn't know there was a comment section. Like, that is so <laughs> yeah. funny to yeah. me. He's literally sitting on an intern as he's reading this. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, move me over to the other side yeah, of the sure. room. Let me get this on the big screen. I need to take a <laughs> shit. Open your mouth. <laughs> okay, this one. Yeah, this one gets in the weeds. Can our friend post Bloy's asked according to the text? Someone actually says we went downhill after, and then in brackets, HBO's former president of programming, Michael Lombardo, left. Please have them post, hi, David Levine. HBO seems just fine, thanks. Levine was HBO's executive vice president and I co-head mean, of drama before. If you don't want people to know it's you... Yeah. Don't bring up people that regular folks have never fucking heard of. Yeah. yeah. That is so funny. Very specific things. Hi, that wasn't David Levine's lunch in the fridge. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's unmarked. Oh, oh, thank you, Mr. <laughs> Shit Your Pants during last year's <laughs> Halloween party. And House of the Dragon is actually a feminist story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the best part about this is that I know like this entire article is going to show up in the next deadline pitch deck to be like, look, all of the main CEOs, all of the CEOs are using underlings to fight in our comment section. Yes. We are truly the voice uh, yes. of the zeitgeist of Hollywood. Yes. We, have our we are the on best the trade paper. <laughs> They're just gonna start advertising only products that downtrodden interns are interested in. Like that's actually we realize this is actually our readership. Uh, that's right. Anyway. The Google ads are nothing but just like suicide pills. Yeah. yeah. Just like a soft <laughs> a soft pad for your desk chair and a lumbar support. Exactly. Here, here's where you can get help for your here's uh, you get fentanyl for your carpal tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> um Hey Vince. Hey, Matt. As you know, Vince, I love old internet memes. Remember the early internet's obsession with Chuck Norris jokes? I do remember that. Here's one. When Chuck Norris went to college, he told his father, now you're the man of the house. <laughs> why Why do you bring this up? Well, I was thinking about those old memes, and I started thinking, I wonder what Chuck Norris is doing right now. What has he been up to? You know, I actually know the answer to that, Matt. Yeah, I recently saw a health video he made, and I was surprised. He's in his 80s. And he still seems to have energy and health. You know, I saw the very same video, Vince, and in it he says he's even stronger, has more stamina, and plenty of energy left over for his grandkids since making one simple health change that helps his digestion and nutrition. That's almost too powerful to contemplate, but yes. uh, it's true. He says he still feels like he's in his 50s. Uh, his wife made the same change, and she's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger and has energy all day. Uh, I am way younger than them, and I have energy for about two hours a day. Uh, and the problem is, you know, that many of us do not include fruits and vegetables and other herbs that increase health and energy in our own diets. Chuck Norris made a special video that explains how he incorporated these things with one simple product. I love special videos, and you can watch it too by going to mymorningkick.com slash pod yourself, and it may change your approach to your own health. Once again, that's M-Y-M-O-R-N-I-N-G-K-I-C-K.com slash pod yourself, mymorningkick.com slash pod yourself. Go there now and watch this very special Chuck Norris video.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hours later, Bloy's wording was posted verbatim to the comment section. <laughs> oh, I love that. That guy's just like, oh, oh copy paste. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> Hi, David Levine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A few other anonymous comments popped up. Uh, quote, uh, and then in brackets, former HBO CEO Richard Plepler was the 2000s. The future is Bloy's. A second anonymous the future account. Is the future is The boys. future belongs to boys. <laughs> Who, who's, who's writing these? Robotnik now? They got Robotnik working on this? <laughs> Damn you, Sonic! <laughs> They've stolen my gems. They've stolen my rings. These freedom fighters must die. <laughs> Remember how we just got Westworld, Leftovers, Watchmen, Succession, Euphoria, etc.? HBO has been and will always be fire, a third posted. Fire. Have been and always will be fire. What, do you fire. Think fire. The fire was, was in quotes. The fire was uh, in quotes. Yeah. I, I hope it was quotes. an emoji. <laughs> I hope. I, I mean... This... As the kids say. Oh, wait. Delete as the kids say. <laughs> delete that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh. Uh, the fake account. Can you yell at my au pair for me? <laughs> <laughs> She's tweeting about Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> the fake accounts and petty tweets are a small part of a wider lawsuit Tamori is bringing against HBO and its executives, uh, alleging that Tamori was harassed by his superiors and faced retaliation and discrimination over a mental health diagnosis. In one instance, the lawsuit claims Orsi had Tamori sit on the floor of her office and babysit rescue kittens while she took various work calls and joked to others that Tamori was playing with the cats, quote, to improve his mental health. I mean, honestly, this is you can't really even like this is he's that's yeah. two degrees away from Grant's joke about yeah, it's not even, on an insert. It's not even. Yeah. Hey, sad depression boy. Yeah. Get over there with I got some kittens for you. Yeah. Take my cat shit, depressed feral. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Roll around with hey, You don't kittens. have to cut yourself. They'll scratch you. Yeah. Maybe play this will help your imposter kittens. syndrome. Yeah. Intern, play with my rescue kittens. And then <laughs> someone else walks in. These are my rescues. The, the kittens and also the intern. I rescued the intern. <laughs> I rescued him from the weekend, Abel Teste. Yes. He wanted to do weird fucky with him. This is like so fucking insane. And and it's also, the, my sister was the uh, personal assistant to a, um, like a Hollywood person one time. By the way, and, all these people in the story, like all of the executives, like if you look them up, it was like, oh, they started in 2002 as so-and-so's executive assistant. It's great. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, listen, this is, it's a cycle of abuse that happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, the, uh, I remember the funniest thing that my sister had to deal with was the fact that like the person she was working for would just have ideas for something nice to do. <laughs> and then tell her to do that thing. So it was just like it's it's her idea to send you know fucking like uh, 
a bunch of cakes to PETA or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But but my sister would be the one who had to actually do it. So that included yeah. like the political donation. Basically every, every nice thing was never executed by any of these people themselves. So like go rescue kitten slave is basically, <laughs> the, it's, it sounds right to me. You know what I mean? Do something nice and make it nice look like I did it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Put them in the office. You're watching them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you better not hurt any of the ones I rescued. Hmm, who, who should I get to watch these kids? Where's mental health boy? Get yeah, mental yeah, yeah. health boy in yeah. here. Where's that depressed boy? <laughs> Where's that child? Sad boy. Sad boy. I have some cats that are more important than you. <laughs> get on the floor with the animals like you deserve. It'll make you happy to know where you stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my the, god the fact that this ends with an accusation that they sent him to work on the idol as a punishment and to like deliberately sideline his career is just is perfect. I, really that's yeah. what happened <laughs> yes yes the, well you know like to... the, the the comments on deadline about the idol have been more negative than usual <laughs> yeah so yeah maybe they didn't even bother to save the show the only way they knew how well, yeah yeah. Puppeting. yeah dude that that is uh but i don't understand that they had him go work on that show like during the filming of it or post when, or when Tamori began to push back against some of the treatments he was experiencing uh, <laughs> push back when he was just like stop spitting on me i'm already no. on the ground <laughs> my leg my knees went to sleep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shove a kid in those tear ducts and move on yeah <laughs> <laughs> but sir my space needs yeah I'm allergic to these animals please <laughs> the loss so Basically, the idol is the HBO programming equivalent of Rescue Kittens. Yes, yeah, yes. no, it's like, like it's getting no, it's getting sent to Siberia. Siberia, like, it's yeah. the oh, gulag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it feels like the show itself is like. Oh yeah, oh, we oh, just yeah. Had, we just wanted yeah. to find Johnny Depp's daughter a, a good home. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Yeah, yeah. A rescue Nepo baby. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have a home. Uh, <laughs> The lawsuit alleges that HBO executives made Tamori believe he was being offered a better career opportunity with a role as a script coordinator on The Idol. On set, the lawsuit alleges Tamori faced similar discriminatory and harassing behavior from The Weeknd and some of The Idol producers. God. Uh, but by October, but he if was it terminated. Was similar, it was yeah, similar like what behavior? How like what similar? was similar? Yes, yeah. the yeah. weekend's like, all right. Uh, have you heard of Pitchfork? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to take Evan down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they wrote yeah. Why, why, why is every Pitchfork reviewer named Evan? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, executives at HBO in the department he was working uh, in the department he was working were pushing this position on him uh, that they were doing him a favor. The lawyer says what he discovered it was more likely an opportunity for HBO to rid itself of him because it put him in a space where it was easier to terminate or eliminate his position. Oh, okay. But what 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 about uh, 
like what did the weekend do like was the we- <laughs> they, don't, it- they don't go oh, into that i, I want to know was, that's yeah. all i want to know yeah. I, know. I know what rescue animals did he make him i know <laughs> like sad boy <laughs> sad boy <laughs> sad boy it's, it's ferret time Come yeah. here. <laughs> Gobi Lily Depp's footstool. Can you um just act opposite of me as I say a bunch of things about sucking a pussy? <laughs> I just want to look in someone's eyes while I do this really weird monologue. Hank Azaria has a very strange thing he likes to do after lunch. Yes. It's your job now. <laughs> Can you regurgitate some lunch into my mouth like a baby bird? <laughs> Rich men don't digest. <laughs> Massage you're my right, gizzard. You're not wrong. That's a problem with some of the letterbox reviews of Hostel. That's your job now. Massage my gizzard to help me to help me digest these chia seeds. <laughs> wow! 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 Uh, Vince, that's incredible. That was yeah. great, right? It was, yeah, it's, like I said, I felt like that was the story that could bring us all together, you know, Hollywood, we oh had a very divisive last few weeks. Sure. And, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, man. After, I well, mean, it reminds us who the bad guys are. It reminds, yeah, yes. Anyone forgets. God, know? man. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's like fucking, I, yeah, I do. I got to say, I, I hate to think of uh, Deadline as being you know less than genuine less than genuine yeah i mean i i always found it to be a an unbiased source of real hollywood news yeah. you know <laughs> no i mean it just the film industry dies in darkness man it need, does that's true that's <laughs> true whoa what do you mean by darkness whoa, whoa. whoa. comment section time <laughs> uh, when you say sunlight when you say sunlight is the best disinfectant, you're actually abdicating genocide. So that's 100 percent true, <laughs> dude. I don't know if you guys uh, have been following uh, the trades uh, reaction to uh, the Israel Palestine stuff, but it is some of the most hilariously tone deaf stuff. Uh, because as the weeks have gone on, and more and more people are like, they're just bombing uh, refugee camps. Mm-hmm. Um, like i feel like more people are kind of getting like uh you know uh, ceasefire sounds very reasonable to say out loud and it's weird that we wouldn't but still the hollywood reporter puts out an article by eliza schlesinger uh, that's all about how like uh once again the jews get the short end of the stick and and like uh variety and fucking uh the deadline just like the constant hand wringing has just been like guys yeah as an american jew <laughs> the more you are you keep saying you're worried about anti-semitism this is not looking good for us <laughs> when all of the hollywood newspapers are just across the board just being like we're pretty much only going to do stories about how uh, how uh, rich and famous Jewish comedians, blonde, uh, blonde women, um, blonde, yeah, feel. blonde women are are the real victims here. It just uh, and, 
Uh, it makes to me push, feel to push crazy. back on that a little bit as Please. a uncredited ghostwriter for Amy Schumer's next special. She's <laughs> having a tough time right now. She is having a tough time. <laughs> yeah. She is she is definitely having a tough time. I mean, you know, I feel I feel for her because I feel the same way that she does, which is that I I'm mad that black people aren't co-signing my delusion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's really rude that like why did I even march in 2020? If black people aren't gonna <laughs> shut the fuck up about dead brown people, I don't. It seems I feel like your misogyny is showing the fact that you brought up Amy Schumer and Eliza Schlesinger and not Aaron Sorkin. That's um, so true. Changing sure. agencies, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, changing agencies because he was just so mad that someone was like, yeah. "Stop bombing the Palestine! Yeah. Stop doing what? <laughs> I gotta get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny because like I, I I've been watching uh like the way that different like New York comedians seem to be uh handling this and they're kind of all uh, they're all openly talking about how like this is an insane time right now uh for you know uh the, they're all talking about like ceasefire and about you know uh marching in uh, Palestine solidarity protests and stuff not all but some are whereas like L A it literally feels like Hamas has dug a tunnel through the center of the earth and and is, stole their French bulldog and is keeping it in there is about to kidnap only the most successful comedians French bulldogs <laughs> and put them in Gaza and make sure that make sure that they never get them back it is like the amount of people in this city specifically that are like uh, trying to do intimidation uh, is like, it's fucking insane, bro. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really, it really, uh, it really just bring, makes relevant again the drill tweet that I regret to inform you that the celebs are at it again. <laughs> <laughs> drill, drill has been doing some really, really good one. Have you been reading drills? Been on forever, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, there's so. Yeah. He does not miss. He is so <laughs> funny. I'm trying to think. There was one that was like my absolute favorite one. Um, uh, I got to find it because it was just so good. We'll wait. Yeah, please. Yeah. Could you guys wait for a second while yeah, yeah, I find a drill tweet? <laughs> we'll just hang out. We'll just uh, just well, hang out for guys, a bit. What'd you guys do for all Can you hire someone to look up this drill tweet for If me? I could, yeah. I would. Yeah. <laughs> um, In fact, oh, I think drill needs to be taken down a peg. So <laughs> let's see. Let's hire. What focus group? What PR firm can we get on this? Yeah. Can we get some sort of anti-drill out there saying a big yikes? Um, Sad boy, find me a drill tweet that sums up this situation. Sad boy. Uh, no, he wrote, he wrote, just my luck to get fired from Goldman Sachs for deciding to stop supporting genocides right before what is apparently the one good genocide. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh, God damn. Okay. I did want to talk, uh, just to get away from that, because, my God, we could talk about dumb celebrities, oh, dumb Israel are, tweets all day. Are, yeah, no, go ahead. Um, I was just curious, like, if you guys enjoyed the uh, the 
the the pioneer woman's um the links between the pioneer woman's family and the people from Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh my oh, god! I didn't know about this. I don't know anything <laughs> about this. These, these, yeah, these I I, I, I know form. this is just like if you if you went inside my wheelhouse and just like took everything out of it, like it would be this exact story. But like, have you seen that? You've seen the Pioneer Woman, right? Like sure, on the Food sure. Network. Yes, yes, She's, yes. I don't. I don't and, uh, know who this is. It's a lot I of mainly stuff just in, read in, her essays, and I get. You ever eaten anything out of a small cast iron? Yeah. I've eaten things out of a small cast iron. Yeah. You got the pioneer woman's thing. Oh, okay. That's yeah. her thing. <laughs> she's so, okay, well, yeah. Do you know Ina Garden and and like of how course. she's always talking about like Jeffrey? Like her shtick is. She yeah, 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 yeah. Jeffrey and Storbot is fine. That's yeah. Yeah. So the pioneer woman. If you can't find Jeffrey's come. Storbots. <laughs> <laughs> she knew uh, well, Jeffrey when she was like 15, too. Really? Oh, yeah. She I was think... like a teenager and she was like, I just can't wait to be 18. I can't wait to be 18. Jeffrey's the one. Jeez. And you know what? She reached her goal. It, yeah, she it worked out. That inappropriately age gapped man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a. <laughs> Um, according to one of the commenters on my Substack, uh, Jeffrey Garden was like the head of sovereign debt restructuring for Lehman Brothers <laughs> at one point. <laughs> so, like, I bring her up uh, not to shit on Ina Garden or whatever, but like the Pioneer Woman is sort of like the uh, like the pickup truck version of that, like the mm-hmm. the Heartland version of that. I only so, know Half Baked Harvest. It's the only cook. Oh, did you thing read that one? Yeah, that, that's because she makes really good pasta recipe. She lives <laughs> in like a compound. Her origin is very odd. The New York it's, Times really—they just did a story to about her. Bots to uh, of who? Who's, that whose origin was that? Uh, half baked harvest. Uh, half baked harvest. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know that that one. Tally something. Tegan or some shit. Yeah. Tegan. Yeah. No, but every every guy, every other guy you guys are talking about, I'm like, man, you guys know a lot about food people. But go ahead. Yeah. Tell me about yeah. Pioneer Woman and uh, Killers of the Flower Moon and so how they her connect. Sh- her <laughs> shtick is that, like, she's always had a shtick where it's like she clearly married into like a wealthy family in Oklahoma, and so. um, like, uh, you know, she is uh, she's she's making food for all her kids on like some giant parcel of land somewhere, okay. which is kind of like the Pioneer Woman <clears throat> um, thing. Um, so uh <laughs> Reed Drummond uh, is her name. Yeah, Reed Drummond. Rachel Adams Heard's 2022 Bloomberg podcast series Interest determined that Oklahoma's influential Drummond extended family, which includes Reed's husband Lad and Oklahoma Attorney General Gentner Drummond, owns an estimated 9% of Osage County land that was once in the hands oh. of the Osage tribe. Oh my uh, god. The land's estimated worth is uh 275 million. So like I, I I don't know how many of you guys have seen the uh, the movie yet or read the book, but I read the book, but I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, yeah basically, like the Osage were an Indian tribe in Oklahoma, and they discovered oil under the land, and they briefly became like the richest people per capita uh, in the world. And then like people, sort of carpetbaggers, just like descended on the area, like f- trying figuring wow. out ways to like get a piece of that money, and. Uh, like the book and movie is about the guy that Robert De Niro, De Niro plays, who was like really obvious in mm. like murdering people and trying yeah. to uh, acquire their like mineral rights. Jesus. But, but like, you it, can't it, buy them. That like yeah. the, the rules are you couldn't buy them <laughs> to try to protect the tribe. And these people were like, well, I guess we have to murder them then. <laughs> That's the only way we can possibly get them. 
Yeah. So uh, they found out that Bree Drummond's like the family that she uh, married into were like an old family from uh, Pahuska, which is one of the Osage towns um, in, in, in the area where the whole economy was like the rich tribes people. Um, so the, the pa- patriarch was this guy named Frederick Drummond. Um, that same year, his son, Roy Cecil, Frederick Gentner, and Alfred Alexander entered the ranch trade, buying massive swaths of land across the region, uh, frequently from the Osage tribe members willing to sell their allotments. Uh, by now, the Drummond's business was more than a place to shop. It also offered document preparation, think estate paperwork, will execution, and deed transfer, as well as undertaker and funeral services, um, which... Uh, Not like, suspicious at all. No. <laughs> no. That's just, uh, that's just yeah. vertical integration, right? No, now. we do that for everybody. <laughs> we even let you pick out your grave. <laughs> um, yeah. We see some of this in Killers of the Flower Moon when DiCaprio's character complains that an undertaker is charging him, quote, the Osage price. Uh, in the real world, audio tapes of a late 1970s interview with Jack Drummer, Drummond offer an explanation of the nearly 700% markup he'd apply to some items popular with Osage shoppers. It's a practice he describes with pride. They didn't care what the cost of a shirt was because they were getting big Osage payments in those times. So when I found out what these Indians wanted, then I got the merchandise and sold it to them at a tremendous profit. Uh, yeah, literally <laughs> they bought Robert De Niro's character's ranch, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they own his <laughs> his his land, ranch is like part of their uh, land empire. Wow. Um, white Oklahomans could also make extra cash, cash by getting a court to appoint them as guardians over their Osage neighbors. You had intelligent, educated Osages that were formerly declared incompetent, Snyder says. So then they were assigned a guardian, and the guardians would be in charge of their finances and handling the money. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is according- basically just like Britney Spears, but I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> according to Snyder's research, all three Drummonds definitely made a lot of money acting as guardians for Osage tribe members. Uh, according to the podcast, the three Drummond brothers were guardians to at least 10 Osages, children and adults. Uh, and like the, the, the sorry, I got, I got to find this one part. The family like still owns uh, the head rights, uh, like the mineral rights that they got from one of the tribes people back in the day. Jesus. Swindlers. Fucking yeah. swindlers. Yeah. I, I don't know. And, I and just, is pioneer woman related to them? Is that, is that what you She said? married You're into married. this family. She married like into her... the people who killed the flower moon. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what the title refers to, but I assume <laughs> that's the white people killing some sort of flower or moon. Her husband, her husband's great uncle is the attorney general of Oklahoma. And like his, I think grandfather was the guy that started the store in Indian country. And all his kids were like running it and running the, uh, running like the undertaker and estate planning services and running the store where they charged a 700% markup Jeez. on shirts. Well, I'll tell you, I, you know, I'll say the Indians, they, uh, they got their revenge on me. Cause I've, uh, I don't know if you guys ever performed at an Indian casino, but that's the fastest I've ever lost the money I made featuring. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> lost it to a Willy Wonka fucking slot machine. <laughs> Cause I liked the little Oompa Loompa part. And I was so excited. And I was like, Hey, I just won $20. And then I lost $200. And I was like, Hey, you guess the Indians win this round. <laughs> killers are... of the spot pay yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> God. Yeah, that's basically the whole story. I don't, you know, I just that's wild. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I think, listen, I think we all are very judgmental. We all have Osage blood on our hands. We obviously. all do. And, you know, some of us have their money. Some of us don't. But Some of I, us still own their mineral rights. So, yeah, right. But how is that any different from you're on, you're on their land? I mean, not, I'm not. But, yeah, no, that's. But you uh, could be. I want to see Killer. So Vince, you actually saw the movie Killer of the Flower Moon. I did. Yeah. Um, you have a child. I d- yeah. Uh huh. How are you able to see it and not have a and have a child at the same time? Um, I asked my wife nicely if I could see. Well, I went while he was at daycare, which was part of the reason. But oh, uh, okay. yeah. Maybe I also, should it's, your, it's your kind of your job, right? Yeah, it's kind of my job. So I, I can know, make, but I can it's make a like, pretty good case for that one. But I, I feel like if I told my wife, my wife, uh, that I wanted to go see a three and a half hour movie, um, she would divorce me immediately. <laughs> even not, not even if you told her that it was about uh, indigenous land rights. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because then she'd be like, "You're not seeing that without me," and I'd be like, "Okay, when?" And she'd be like, "Uh, April 2028." Yeah. And I'd be like, "It'll be out of theaters by then." I can't imagine a mommy and me screening of Killers of the Flower Moon. I really, <laughs> I really just can't. The thing is, Karina's so young; she wouldn't even know what's going on. No, she would just be like, "Oh, horsey, horsey!" She just every time she saw a horse, she'd go, "Ooh." Ooh. And she thinks she everything's knows. a cow. Everything's a cow. And she thinks cows go ooh. <laughs> I don't know if she I explain that on say, the pod or before the pod. For, for a kid obsessed with cows, she's kind of a sheep. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, oh, don't on. talk about my come daughter. See, come see me at the Killers of the Flower Casino. <laughs> Slave. Slave, I need you to tweet at Grant Gordon. <laughs> Tweet at him. Tell him he's problematic. <laughs> My daughter is smart. She's one. Uh, yeah. No, I really want to see it. Uh, and I have this thing where, like, I fucking hate how long movies are nowadays, except Martin Scorsese movies. Yeah. Anytime it's, like, someone who's a, a good filmmaker, I'm yeah. usually, like, make it as long as you want. I don't care. It's just yeah. the problem I have is with people who think their comedy should be two and a half hours long oh. or their superhero movie should be two and 45. Like, well, fuck that's, off. Yeah. I will say, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say, like after the last two Scorsese movies, I was sort of like, yeah, okay, like those, those could have lost some fat. Those were maybe too long, but the what are the last two? Uh, Silence and uh, the Irishman, right? Which I like, you know, whatever. I didn't like Silence, but I liked the Irishman mostly. But I still, yeah, I didn't. There was, you know, I don't think it necessarily needed to be as long as it was. Whereas this one was longer than both of them, and I was like, yep, that was great. He wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, now I want to see it even more. But yeah, no. It's like I, I, the Irishman is is long, but it's for me, it doesn't uh, feel long. Like, yeah. like people, you might say, like oh, I could have lost some parts. Yeah. The only critique I have is like the scenes in which Robert De Niro is supposed to be young and kicking no, that guy. Are, yeah. yeah, the fake yeah. young yeah. is. Whatever they got to do the AI or whatever they did jack graphics on that. Yeah, it looks it looks like dog shit. And also him like just get a body double who knows how to <laughs> right. kick someone's ass because <laughs> yeah. he, yeah. he is like he's just like kicking air. You could tell his hips hurt. You're just like, what are you doing? 
you don't need this. Yeah. You don't need this. <laughs> Cut to I, the guy's got his ass kicked or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. He's no, he's great in this one. It's like he's sort of doing he's doing a version of the like smarmy old guy. He's played in a bunch of bad comedies, but it's uh but he's doing it like as as like the the cover persona for like a really evil guy. And it's, oh, uh, yeah, it yeah, works, yeah. works very well. Hmm. I, I think the only circling back to Perry Mason, of course, because I <laughs> just want Go a odd army going after me and sending kittens to my house. Um, <laughs> I don't think I need to ever see anyone's origin story. Yeah. They, only the Pioneer Woman. That's the only movie I want to see <laughs> with an origin story. But other than that, I'm like, eh. I'm okay I'm with it. Except if... that Willy Wonka is a chocolate maker. That's yeah, yeah. Completely that one, I think I think that movie is definitely like the epitome no, of definitely didn't need an origin jump story. Jump the shark of origin stories. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And well, also, I don't want to see Timothy Chalamet be do this. No, I know. I know. You could I, tell even by the previous, like, nope, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yes. He's bad. Is, he doesn't know what he's doing. He he's doesn't want to be doing it either. He doesn't want to be doing it. He's just big eyed and smiling, and he doesn't understand the. Yeah, he just. I, and I, the, the, I guess I don't want to see him do it either. And I never really put it in those words before, but that is true. It's because. I realize I like Timothy Chalamet. I like as him an too, actor. and I'm just like, oh, it's bad. No, yes. I and I'm like, yeah. don't you don't need to do this. Like, <laughs> well, his to me, like his whole thing is like being very earnest, and he's very good at earnest. And yeah, you can't, and like you brooding can't, and like listening type stuff. Yeah, you, you know? can't put him in like this weird theatric. Like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory was weird and theatrical, like in the seventies. Like it's not like a, also, like just a, leave well enough alone. I mean, what what note do you even possibly have for the original <laughs> that yeah. where it's like oh, it this just needs anything it's more? Just such it IP so fucking. It's just I know. rape any IP out of any last bit of nostalgia or like ticket uh. sales based on name alone like well, it's just so cynical and gross i think so perry mason works. about it too oh yeah it's it became perry this mason like, is great well perry mason's great but uh <laughs> that it became this cancel culture flashpoint mm. where people got to be mad about like removing like the oompa loompas weren't described racist enough right <laughs> but it's just because his estate sold it to netflix and did it themselves just like yeah the more the even more racist stuff Roald Dahl just took out himself in the 70s right so yeah. it's like it's this incredibly cynical IP thing that then got cynically manipulated into like a right-wing talking point when it's yeah. like the most capitalist thing ever right just to yeah. be like well let's not call him a big fat piece of shit yeah like, this is for kids maybe we can just say he's he's a little big I you mean, don't just, have to say disgustingly fat. People would vomit when they saw Augustus Gloop. You know, yeah, like that, that, yeah, killed yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the lily. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like to me, Perry Mason, I I feel like gets a pass because they they use the origin story for like a grounded uh, film noir uh, like period piece set in the twenties, whereas like the uh, the the Willy Wonka origin story is just a big excuse for like the British theater kid costume party explosion yes. and yes. Like, this is <laughs> yes like this yes. is somehow even worse than like the american theater kid version of it and i don't really also i just feel yeah. like perry mason it's not like that's not nostalgia for us it's not like yes, a reboot no. of like no. oh my, oh i would always go fall asleep with my perry mason doll yeah you know yeah. it was like um 
It's more like, hey, you probably missed this because it was before your time. It was good. Here's some right. good stuff. We're rebooting it, and, and you should probably have this in your generation. Right. It's too. a reboot that kind of makes more sense to me as yeah. opposed to just kind of like this is, what, the third Willy Wonka Right, yeah. We're just product. adding – we're making a dancing tumor on, yeah. on some IP for you. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's disgusting. I don't want to look at this thing pulsate. And you just you know, know that it's like coming from this like incredibly cynical place. Whereas like yeah. like rebooting Perry Mason is almost like like the worst thing you could say about it is like, oh, he didn't have to be named Perry Mason. You could have just <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. but like you the know. rights were expiring. It was easier to make if we called it this. We actually took this other script that yes. I had. Uh, <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, just like the idea that like we somehow need a gritty reboot of fucking anything is just killing me. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, well, you know, good thing I'm, it's in the capable hands of our great, great executives, great executives, <laughs> <are> totally <laughs> normal, not <laughs> totally petty execs. with it. Focus on the job. Focus on making art content yeah, that yeah, matters. Yeah. We're just trying to content is king here. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if the Oompa Loompa was a footstool? What, here we <laughs> you know, uh, after the production, we gave some Oompa Loompas jobs here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we throw them boy, like lawn darts. The <laughs> sad boy, play with your Oompa Loompa friends. <laughs> yeah, sad boy, I rescued some Oompa Loompas. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the ground, play marbles with them or whatever they do. I'm 30. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing one home to my wife. I hear they're hung like a horse. <laughs> what sound does a horse make? Ooh. That's my daughter. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't Keep know what going. I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I like when the at the end of the pod when the bits just come together. Yeah, yeah. It's just you T1000 realize. melting in yeah. the fucking lava. You're combining and flailing at the same time. Yeah, I'm sweating fucking bullets. <laughs> Trying to yes and my own dumb brain. Just Is this yes- a callback or am I just going insane? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why am I bleeding? Just an echo chamber of improv. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, the feedback loop on the yes anding is ooh, making my ears bleed. But guys, I, speaking of my daughter, I do have to go pick her up from daycare. So that's a pod. Oh yeah, that's a pod. Yeah. Felt great. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Sean Keen, where can people find you? Uh, you can listen to the Round Ball Rock podcast at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, where uh, this week we're reviewing NBA Halloween costumes with a shockingly no- low number of Joker costumes. Oh, only yeah. one across the league. Usually there's like multiple Jokers on each team. It's pretty great. Yeah, I then, I'm a little uh, disappointed that no celebs got canceled for a problematic Halloween costume this year. Well, uh, there's still time. It's just one day after. That's true. That's true. That's true. We'll we'll dig them up. We'll find them. Yeah. Uh, oh, and that'll I, be I, at the punchline and Cubs. I bet yeah. that guy who got the round ball rock uh, at the the Twitter account is really tired of me accidentally tagging him on all of your. Oh, it's he's like he gets mad. He like legitimately gets mad. Yeah. Too. I'm different. That's great. I love that. You should hire a guy. Um, but Sean Keane, thank you for coming on. Grant Gordon. Hey. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, well, you know, I have it up there. Go Grant Gordon. I'm sure at some point, someday, I'll have some exciting thing to release, and it'll 
happen on that. So I'm very excited for it. I look forward to it too. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Uh, Thanks for having us guys. Of of course, broadcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, concerns, uh, patreon.com slash broadcast. Join now. Vince, what is the Google voice number? 415-275-0030. All right, everyone. Thanks again so much for listening. And until next time, good night. And good chance. Slack! Slack! Okay. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.